Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to episode 313, Numeric Palindrome Motherfuckers of Film Bastards. My name is Ian Loring, and as always, I'm joined by... Matt Foster. And Becky Foster. Hello, everyone. Matching energies like pros. Let's go. Let's do this. Shut your mouth, Mark. This week, (laughs) it's the conclusion of the Mike Banning trilogy. I'm assuming, even to be fair, if there's a fourth film, I know what I want it to be about. (laughs) We're going to be doing Angel Has Fallen. That's right. We're not going to be doing Almost Famous because none of us watched it. Because I don't know why. It's summery and it's been hot. And we just didn't coordinate. So I'm sorry. We will. We'll get to it next week. We will. But I'm also going to be starting a new Patreon only podcast this week. Ooh, what's that? Ian Loring's Guide to Bondage. <laughs> Fair enough. You watching all the Bonds before Bond 25? I am. <laughs> nice. So, um, yes, I was thinking about it the other day. And it's like, right, we're less than a year out from Bond 25. I believe it comes out in early April. So we've got, what, about eight months or so? Uh, That's uh, yeah. About eight months or so to get through 24 films. So to get through them, I'm already going to have to watch three a month. So yeah. I know. And days. Yeah. Let's do a Patreon show so that I've, I've got like some welly to get it going. Um, you know, I, I last went through all the Bond films. I, it might have actually been before Spectre, but Spectre was fucking ages ago. It was before Spectre, did it, actually, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Uh, um, it, sorry? Was it Spectre or was it Skyfall? I'm pretty sure it was Spectre. I think it was Spectre, actually, yeah. So um, they're also all in 4K, on itunes now not hdr but 4k and i believe they did um they did 4k restorations of them like a while back before hdr was a thing i will say i watched the first 20 minutes of dr no last night and it looks fucking amazing it looks really really nice so um i am looking forward to going through these so ian loring's guide to bondage episode one dr no will be out this week um also Next week's next week's going to be interesting. So it's uh, it's Jordan McGrath's stag. Um, Becky won't be with us for the festivities, uh, which I'm sure she's pretty thankful for. <laughs> From what you were saying before, yeah. Yep. Um, find out what we were saying before in the Patreon only section. Patreon.com forward slash film bastards. Two dollars a month, you cheap bastards. Um, I'm joking. Well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um so yes um there's i i don't know how we're gonna record we're gonna edit some shit we'll put we'll put some stuff together on the regular feed we'll put some stuff together that will be pay uh patron only don't really know what's gonna happen noel and i are gonna record a review of scary stories to tell in the dark um immediately after seeing it next thursday um and then we'll 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 see what happens Yes, there's there's people there, isn't there? There's good. There's going to be guests. 
yeah that's that that's that's the thing that's the thing i yeah there, there will be people there and frankly i'm hoping on getting jordan's father-in-law in on it as well um, <laughs> yeah fuck it why not that'd be great um so yeah it's gonna be a laugh um and it's gonna be messy we'll see what happens and i'll release whatever the fuck we come up with so it's gonna be incoherent <laughs> yeah you know i the who knows what we will talk about so there's been news this week there has been news this week hasn't there there's been news it's been crazy so it it it, it, it's fucking mental this news actually i can't yeah go on what do you want to lead with i think we've got to lead with the big one haven't we but which one's the big one the big one is the um the, the web slinging boy Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Neo. Arachnid man. Oh, right. <laughs> so, Sony, Marvel. Marvel wanted more money. Well, Disney wanted more money. Sony said, fuck off, we can do these things ourselves because we've made one good Spider-Man film by ourselves in 15 years. Um... Or at least one Spider-Man film that people seem to like. Mm. Um, I I may never see The Amazing Spider-Man 2 again. Because I liked it first time round. Uh, well, the mistake I made was watching it again. Because I liked yeah. it the first time round. Then I watched it again and went, oh. So, yeah, I'd say don't watch it again. Is yeah. Garfield? It is Garfield's second booting. It's the one where um, Jamie Foxx gets turned into a bad guy by falling into a thing with a bunch of electric eels in it. Yes. That literally was his origin, wasn't it? That was his origin, yeah. Yeah. Electro Man. He's not called Electro Man, I don't think. He's Electro. Electro. Yeah. But he's a man, so he could be Electro Man. He could, he could, yeah. In this world. Yeah, but you don't call yourself Mark Man. Yeah, that's a good point, that, yeah. You could. I could. It'd be weird, though. Would make it a bit of a girl. I wouldn't. So, <laughs> um, yeah, basically, Tom Holland, it seems, is out of the MCU. Um, there's there have been some scuttlebutt about it all being negotiating kind of stuff, but it at that D23 expo yesterday, Kevin Feige was literally like, No, that's it, we've had him for five films, it's been great see ya which um is really interesting because from the mcu point of view he is a big player but and and, i mean like far from home was setting him up as like almost like the next tony stark yeah but i don't know it feels like they've they they probably do have enough people to be getting on with without him. Um, I don't know. In a sense that it's it's the first sort of thing. It it, it does seem a little bit like post Endgame. It, it they've they've kind of got a they've got to restart again. Yeah. And I don't think they thought they were going to have to restart. 
I couldn't have thought they were going to cruise into this whatever phase it is now at, at the same pace they were. But now it's a bit like the Eternals, is it, that they announced? Yeah. yeah. That looks like a movie that they should have made four or five years ago. And the casting in it, some of it's fine, but then you look at it going, Angelina Jolie, really? Is it 2006? Well, yeah, no, but that, she, that, sorry. Who was in that bodyguard thing? He's in it as well, isn't he? Yeah, it just, it, it seems like, and then the, the, the Spider-Man thing, it's, You've got to feel a little bit like a Tom Holland there because yeah. is he still contracted to do Spider-Man and he thinks it was just with the MCU and now Sony are going, no, you've got to do this and we're going to put you in the next Venom one. And he's going, I don't want to do that. Apparently he's contracted for one more. It, it's just, it, 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 it all seems a little bit, it seems like Sony and Disney or Kevin Feige or whoever it is that's behind it have not wanted to back down and it's all kind of gone away and they've all got a bit Sony like essentially going well do you know what we can just take it away I just don't it ended very much on a a continuation yeah, thing a and all they can basically do there is go in one of the next films oh well what about what about Peter? Oh, he's in hiding. Yeah, or oh, Peter. Peter, oh, he's in hiding with Nick. Nick Fury's put him in hiding or something like that, and we will never speak of him again. I, I, the, sorry, Dad. No, no, I was just agreeing. I, I, the, the, the deal that Sony um that Disney asked for was pretty different from what the original deal was so the original deal i want to say it was seven percent of the first dollar gross went to disney so essentially as soon as the first dollar like comes in at the box office disney takes seven percent regardless of like making back budget or whatever they just get that and they also got all the merchandising rights but sony didn't need to like worry about the creative stuff they could let kevin feige do all that um whereas disney were just like look production cost 50 50 split will stay will still take all the merchandising rights so it is literally disney saying we're going to take back a fuckload more money but at the same time you have to wonder whether being in the mcu is actually worth that and from a bean counting point of view, it you know it probably isn't. These films will probably make enough money to justify that not happening. Mm. But at the same time, well, at least the first one will. But then it's like, where does it go beyond that? And the fear, the, the sorry, the sheer fucking stink of this. I, 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 it's really interesting. I mean, like, because Holland could bow out after this one, and then what happens? I think he probably will do. Uh, but then there's the other point of part of the the allure of, of of Spider-Man as it was was the fact that they didn't introduce him in a film of his own to start off with. They introduced him in right. It was in Civil War, wasn't it? Yeah. Which yet wasn't an Avengers movie. It was a Captain America movie. But let's face it, it was Avengers two point. 
five. I, I, yeah. Funny enough, you say that. Sorry, just a Feige literally said we've made two Spider-Man films and three Avengers films with him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In that, it like at D twenty three. So even fucking Kevin Feige is just going, yeah, it was an Avengers film. Oh, it was, yeah. Uh, but so what happened there was you were you're watching it as the continuing adventures of uh, of, of, of this Spider-Man within this set of, of universes. So you might have, you had Tony Stark cropping up in, in, in Spider-Man, Happy was in what is it, but you also had, you know, you, you had that. Mm. It, it was, he was part of the shared universe. Um, yeah, and if, if you take... They, they own the rights to Spider-Man, sorry. Um, they own the rights to Spider-Man, but do they own the rights to the, the baddies in the Spider-Man? Yeah, they're not all Spider-Man. But yeah. it's like Happy Hogan. He can't be in it now because he's an Iron Man character. Exactly. Mm. So, so the, 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 there's that. It's um, it, it, there's so much. It it does seem a little bit like there's. I don't. It seems like I know Feige said this is the end of it, but I don't see it being the end. I mean, it is the end of it in the MCU. I just don't see the end of the actual this coming out. I could see it being. Does talk now of um, the wanting him to be in Venom? I don't know if it's even the end of these discussions. To be fair, I could see him coming to some kind of an agreement. I, don't, I mean, like it just—it'll be interesting if in the next few weeks it is literally Tom Holland signs an extension, will be in a further two Spider-Man films and in Venom three. Mm. Even though I, I was reading, like, there's a couple of people saying, why don't you do, like, a live-action Spider-Verse where it's Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and it introduced Miles Morales into a live-action, like, realm as well. And it's like, okay, that that's interesting. I would rather see Spider-Verse 2 than a live-action take on it, but that's quite an interesting selling point getting Maguire, Garfield and Holland all in it, considering how different all their interpretations of the character are. Then it's who would get to direct. <laughs> but you get Raimi, he hasn't directed anything for fucking years. Yeah, I don't think he wants to. <laughs> no, I, I don't think he wants to. Either, but I, I don't know, man. It's like Sony should just go all out and just go, all right, fine. If we can't be the M- MCU, we're going to be our own fucking mental thing. And um, the child catches outside my house, just in case you were wondering. Um, um, it, it, it does that was fucking loud. Was that loud to you guys? Yeah. 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 Uh, it does seem a little bit like the, 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 the past couple of months, Marvel are doing everything they can to make me not give a shit yeah. about set fire to what about 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 the upcoming MCU uh, movies, I'm a bit like, all right, the Eternals. What we got? What we got coming up? So Eternals. you you got Black shit. Widow. Don't give a shit. I, 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 I'm interested to see what they're gonna do with that, with the case of the fact that she's dead. Well, it's a, it's a prequel. It's a prequel. Oh, right. But it's Black Widow, it's Scarlett Johansson and Florence Pugh and her magnificent thighs doing fighting. That's, that, there's so much riding on that film because it's the next proper one. There's so much riding on that film being good. There is, but it can't go anywhere because, like, 
She's dead. Don't introduce me, Karen. Mm. That's why I've got one of on that. So, also, I don't, I don't think she's dead. I don't think she's dead either, no. Black Panther 2. Don't care. What else is there? The Eternals. Um, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi, yeah. Okay. I'm both for Shang-Chi, actually. Marvel Universe. Uh, martial Arts movie, I'm both for that. Mm. I'm a, Doctor Strange 2. Marvel's first horror movie, in quotes. I'll watch that. I'm intrigued by that. I actually really enjoyed Doctor Strange. That, I just... It, the, I think the... Maybe it's because there's, there's now a Disneyfication of, of Marvel. Whereas, yes, it was... They were, they've been under Disney's umbrella for a little while anyway. Mm. But there does seem to be more of a Disneyfication of everything at the moment. Mm. It's very much like it used to be... Marvel, like like Pixar used to be Pixar, and it was owned by Disney. Now it's Disney's Pixar, and that that's kind of what it's a bit like with Marvel now. And it's Disney have a bit of a habit of doing this, like every thirty years, yeah. where they they they, they manage to climb back to the fucking top of the tree. Mm. And they go, right, we're back up here. What we're going to do is we're going to start, we're going to saw this bit off so we always stay on top. While someone's going, if you saw the top and you're on it, aren't you just, oh. I don't know. I mean, I, it, I, I, I'm, I'm very, very questioning. Um, not as much as you guys, I don't think. But Kevin Feige, that guy, like, he knows what he's doing he was very like during the early days he was having to answer to this fucking horrible guy ike perlmutter i think his name was Mm. and like he's basically the person who with iron man 3 rebecca hall was supposed to be the real villain not guy pierce fuck's sake child catcher go away anyway um but perlmutter literally said you can't have a woman be the bad guy because she won't sell any toys. So instead, I don't know, toys, hottest property guy, Pierce, was was the main bad guy instead. Um, but Kevin Feige was like, no, I, I'm going to do, I know what I'm doing. I'm going to do my thing. And it's led to all of this. And the Eternals, you've got this like really diverse cast. Angelina Jolie, I think, is very much going to be the and Angelina Jolie um Gemma Chan is the lead of that film um I haven't seen her in much she was all right in Captain Marvel playing a different character in the Eternals and she was decent in sorry she's the girl out of Humans isn't she sorry she's the girl out of the TV show Humans isn't she oh yeah 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 Yeah, she's really good in that isn't she yeah she's very pretty as well there's some decent casting in that it's just I think I'm just a little bit kind of like there's there's nothing for a while that I give a shit about, mm. and I, it all seems to be a little bit. Yeah, right. I I just I I think I, we just need a break. It, it, yeah. it, it it's you know there's no major. I mean you got Joker, but aside from Joker, is there anything really comic booky coming out between now and Black Widow? I don't. I don't really think there is. And and, and Joker is decidedly not a comic book movie. Yeah, that's it. I mean, like, I think maybe in six months' time, 
after like Oscar season and whatnot, we might well be like, do you know what? A Kate Shortland directed Black Widow film. Yeah, fuck it. Go on then. Let's have it. Yeah, that's it. I'm hoping the first trailer of that, which will arrive, I would say, around Christmas time, will make me go, all right, fuck it. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back in. I'm not out, but I'm just I just don't know a shit at the moment. Mm. It's just there's been a lot like since March. I mean, in less than six months, we've had three really, really big zeitgeisty Marvel Studios films. Mm. Like, I mean that and it is I think Disney may well have learned a bit from you know Solo a Star Wars story that we don't necessarily need like these things like twice a year and whatnot. You know, it, it or I mean like or three times I mean or at least let's just have a gap. Okay, if we're gonna have a six month period in which there's three of them, fair enough. The other six months maybe don't have any of them. Just yeah. give us some fucking time to breathe. Because there's two next year, isn't there? Yeah. And there's two the year after. So what is it then? We've got Black Widow and Eternals next year, and then Shang-Chi. Isn't it Shang-Chi, Doctor Strange and Four in 2021? And is it, yeah, and then it's Guardians 3... And then, yeah, probably definitely uh, Black, Black Panther. Panther 2, probably Guardians 3 in 2022. I think it's, it's unclear whether that's going to be 2022 or 2021 for for Guardians. It'll be it'll be 22. I mean, shit, man, he's got Suicide Squad. That's next year, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, that comes out next year. I don't think he's going to be able to turn around Guardians like within a year. I mean, I, the script's probably written, but that still seems... I mean, they, they can't have more than three in a single fucking year. Like, they'll eat themselves. Yeah. That's it. I think it'll be... Yeah. It's... It's going to be interesting, but I think, I think yeah, it maybe will leave a little bit of room for other things to breathe a little bit. I'm, I'm looking forward to... I'm kind of looking forward to some Oscar season shit, to be honest. I want some nice human stories and not necessarily disconnects to this and that connects to that and let's have some snarky humor but also i love you 3000 it, it, it i we rewatched endgame last night and i will like donna said like there's a bit of tonal whiplash in that film and she's right it feels like they can't go a couple of minutes without without a joke like no yeah. matter what's happening, they have to have a joke every couple of minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a very good point actually. That. I mean, it's not. I mean, shit, man. I mean, you two decided to watch Aquaman last night, so you know, I think I still won. But okay, we'll get it that there. So, Matrix Four. Uh, yeah, fine. Go on, go on. You know, it's it's not something I'm, I'm pumped to see, but. Yeah, why you know why not? Is what I would say there. You know, it's which which house kids doing it? Lena. Is it Lena? Yeah. Doing it. it. Interesting. It's not both of them. Yeah. It's just a Wachowski rather than the Wachowskis. Yeah. Um, I mean they've got a terrible record on late, so yeah, they haven't made a good movie since. The Matrix. <laughs> Cloud Atlas is an experience. 
Do you know, I've not actually it's seen not a Kylo Ren. You've seen it, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it. No. I quite enjoy Cloud Atlas, and I'm, I'm I'm very intrigued by the fact the screenplay for Matrix Four is co-written by David Mitchell, who wrote Cloud Atlas, the book. Yeah. I, I'm hoping there's enough distance because after the Matrix, obviously they churned out the two sequels quite too quick, quite quickly, didn't they? So they suffered for it. There's been enough distance now from that that maybe they've actually had a chance to come up with a good story. Yeah, because they they, they they got. Greedy. They got high on their own supply a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they did, yeah. Um, sorry, obviously donkey's years since, you know, you don't know whether they've been sat around thinking about it. That's it. Because this is where we could take it. But, you know, that ship sailed now and all of a sudden Keanu Reeves is hot shit again and the opportunity to risen. That, that, that's it. I don't think Keanu Reeves would do it if he read the script and when this is shit. He did the second two. Yeah, but I think he was, he was contracted straight away. Um, I think he felt a little bit of... A little bit of love for them. Yeah. The thing is, they, they, they could they really middle a couple of really good films. You know, The Matrix was a. It, as it has its. Has The Matrix kind of been sold a little bit by the sequels and by all of the crap around it a little bit? Maybe, yeah. Is it. Is it the best of films? No. Is it a groundbreaking film? Yeah. Yes. The, the, the Matrix the, bangs. The Matrix still bangs. I haven't watched it in a long time, but Bound is fantastic. That's going back a while, isn't it? It's been a few years for Matrix. Mm. Speed no, Race is the, the fucking shit, sorry. Creative, you'd expect. Speed Race, actually, yeah. Speed Race, I've really enjoyed Speed Race. I really Racer. like Speed Race. But, I mean, the thing is, with Matrix 4, like the, the, the one of the Wachowskis doesn't have the clout to go, look, I'm going to make this. Warners could have just as easily gone, this screenplay is fucking nonsense. No. <laughs> but they they have greenlit it. So that that gives me some hope. That honestly, because there was some, there were some rumours last year that Michael B. Jordan was going to produce and star in a remake. And Lord knows what's hap- what, what happens to that. I would have watched, I would have watched the fuck out of that. That, but would I rather that or Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss coming back to the Matrix? Do you know what? Yeah, I'll take the latter. I would love to see what they can do with it now. And Carrie Ann Moss, good. I mean, like, where the fuck has she been? Like, good for her. I mean, she was in Jessica Jones, but yeah, good for her. She's actually, she's one of those actresses who's actually done some really quite interesting stuff over the years. Uh, but like under the radar. She's in humans as well. Do we think um oh if they could get Joey Joey Pants back, that would be something. Oh, I think they will do. You think they'll get Joey Pants back? I think they will, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. I, mean, I, I I I I would predict that that that, that will happen. Oh, Joey Pants. Yep. Nice. Oh, that's good. Is Joe Pantoliano or whatever Yeah. Yeah, Joey Pants. Yeah. Okay. No, oh, good. And he came back. Yeah. And is it too obvious that it's called The Matrix Rebooted? Maybe, yeah. We shall see. I... Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. I the the sequels are shit, 
and no amount of looking back on them will convince me otherwise. Um, but The Matrix, I rewatched that in 4K, I want to say last year, and that film is still fucking brilliant. Like the combination of ideas and action that that film manages to pull off is a hell of a thing. And then it just entirely crawls up its own ass with Reloaded. We went our, um, was it our first date to go and see The Matrix, but it was sold out? We went twice to go and see it, try and see it, didn't we? Yeah. We went once and it was sold out. And then we went again, what is it, on like one of our first or second dates, I think it was. <laughs> Did you see The Spy Who Shagged Me instead? No, we saw She's All That for our first date, didn't we? Okay. Nice. Yep. So that that'll do that's like the half an hour of news yeah so trailers don't think there's been that many in fairness i've watched a few actually oh go on all right well the floor is yours um watch the lady in a tramp trailer didn't we yeah yeah don't give a shit um not really worried about the fact that we're not going to get that ever unless we torrent it the, the dog's Despite the fact that they've used real dogs, look like dogs off of the Isle of Dogs by what's his face? Wes Anderson. They do as well. And why does he look like he's in his like if he was a person he'd be in his mid fifties and she's seventeen? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't look well done. The voice cast's not terrible for it. It it, it, it still baffles me though that they've done it. In the time where they're doing all of these live animation versions of their what is it? They've done Lady in the Tramp, told nobody about it. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to throw it on the fucking streaming service. It's, it's almost like they've gone, right, we're going to turn it around. Oh, this is shit. This is really shit. Ah, fuck it, stick it on our streaming service. People people are going to shit if we're only paying six ninety nine a month for it. Mm. Um, Speaking I mean, of which, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, go on. Uh, sorry, I, I kind of thought you were done, then it sounded like you weren't, so apologies. Uh, no, no, I think you go on, I, I, I'm done with Lady in the Tramp. Speaking of which, Noel. I was just about to say, Noel, yeah. Yeah, bang up for that. I'm bang up for it in a watch it apparently next year on Disney Plus in the UK. Um, slash find some other means of Actually, to be fair, it probably won't be too hard to VPN Disney uh, Disney Plus, so that could be a way. Yeah, I, I'm you know not massive on Anna Kendrick being the lead here, but I'm up for Bill Hader as a Santa who decides to become a yoga instructor instead. Yeah, I I I just watched it and went I I can see myself enjoying that around Christmas time. There's there's so many good Christmas movies that you don't need to waste your time watching. Shit no, but it's nice to get a new one in. Yeah, we had that last year. Did we? Christmas Chronicles. Oh, of course, yeah. I don't, I don't need to add another one. Well, I like to add a new one every if year. I, if I do want to add one in, it won't be that. Well, you, you, you would never know until you watch it. No. No. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm very up for that. Well, you have terrible taste. I don't give a shit. <laughs> By the way, do we know how the results of our poll came out? I will check now. Just while Mark's doing that. So first image from Cruella, the great Gillespie directed Emma Stone starring reimagining of uh, Cruella de Vil. 
Craig came out. No, it's not. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, that's say, unequivocal. It came out. Oh wow. Okay. Do you want to um read out what the uh the question and answer and and answers were, Mark? Emma Stone as Crow Deville. No, thank you. Eleven percent. I'd be on her leash. Eighty-nine percent. There we go. We've yeah. we've 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 got some fuck boys in the uh, in the Twitter poll, um, and that's a look. It is. You, it's a stupid look. You don't like it either. No, it's fucking ridiculous. You don't like it. Why don't you like it? Why Why is Cruella Deville suddenly like a dominatrix? Why isn't she? Because she isn't. And why can't she be? Why can't she be? Because it just you just don't change the fucking look of everybody. The whole thing of her is. She she's obsessed with like fur. She wears a fur coat and then like a black dress and then she's got the two tone hair. Everything apart from the two tone hair has been changed. Maybe she took the fur coat off because she was handling the dogs and it was getting in the way. Just no, it just looks fucking well, stupid. Wait and hold your judgment and see if she's got a fur coat in the trailer. Yeah, yeah that's what we're gonna do. Um, I just imagine her. As um, being a bit gone girly and only ever being able to achieve climax if she witnesses a, like a dog's throat being slit. See, see, now this is just getting better. Yeah. Yes, I'm very much for that. For oh, the dog's throat getting slit. If that's what it takes to Crowley to get off, then I'm fine with that, yes. Ah, uh, just it's stupid. Um, to be fair, that was stupid, Bex. <laughs> and I'm the one who came up with the scenario. Jexy, <laughs> um, uh, starring that guy, Adam Devine, is it? Yeah, I know yeah. that. Adam Devine. Uh, Ian, have you watched the trailer for this? No. Or heard of this at all? Uh, I, I thought, saw a thumbnail for it on YouTube and then thought I, there's many other things I could do. Right, you might like this, Ian. So basically, it's her, right, but a late-night comedy version of it. So Adam Devine gets a new phone. All right, hang on, what's it called? Jexy. Right, I'll stick it on with closed captioning, you talk. Right. Uh, and the phone essentially forms a bit of an obsession with him, but treats him like shit. <laughs> and the phone is voiced by Rose Byrne. Right, oh, it's voiced by Rose... Right, okay, hang on. Yeah. I'm watching it now. <laughs> Live trailer watch. Yeah, that's good. You look like you could use the salad, yeah. Talk like that to me, Rose Byrne, yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. Dead air, the people. Yeah, no, he's a bad man. Oh, Michael Pena's in it. Yeah. Okay, and he employs people that to try and make lists to break the internet. I like that. <laughs> Literally, just turn your phone off. He can't. Right. 
so it's a phone trying to get him to not be into his phone. I lost the girlfriend thing. Yeah, phone is super mean. She is hotter than he is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't bring your phone. Yeah. Oh, please tell me she's going to, like, try and murder him. Go on. Oh, shit. That phone, that, yeah, that phone just made him fuck her. That was something. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Of the alarm saying, Wake up, bitch. That was good. I enjoyed that immensely. (laughs) Does she have Google Maps? No, she fucking sucks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah google maps cars uh, driving after him that's fucking amazing um um yeah no i've completely turned around on that that looks fucking unmissable yeah i am very much up for that a a almost like almost like like you say it's her but made for idiots (laughs) <laughs> it's back up uh, well yeah that's exactly me yeah um <laughs> just the wake up bitch like <laughs> the wake up bitch that is great the who this bitch when she says don't <laughs> don't take your farm uh yeah I'm, I'm very much up for that the thing is it i would probably let a phone voiced by rose Byrne be treat like shit yeah Um, what else have we got? Um, bombshell. Not oh, Charlize cool. Theron as best makeup and hair winner at this year's Academy Awards. Yeah, not really a lot going on in the trailer, is there? It, it, it's basically three people in a like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should have just started with a card saying, "Guess who the fuck this is." <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, the report with Adam Driver. I watched that because it's got Adam Driver. Yeah. I can't remember what it's about, but I watched it. It's the one about the um, he compiles the what is it report for the Times. Oh yeah, yeah. Times report, uh, which is going straight to Amazon. Well, it, it's. It's getting a theatrical release and then will be on Amazon shortly after in the US. I think it will be different over here. I think think it will get a full theatrical, then it will be on Amazon like four months after. That's what they tend to do over here, isn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, We've also got the Netflix Adam Driver movie Marriage Story. I haven't watched the trailer. I just like, I'll watch the film, but I don't think I really need to be hyped for two people being awful to each other. Yeah. Uh, and it's a Norbound Bat movie, so. 
Oh yeah, you're out, aren't you? Fair yeah, play. I'm a hard out. I'll watch it, but I, I, I will. I'll watch it and I will hope to. Enjoy, I will hope that Driver can make me enjoy it. Um, and what else have we got? New Rambo trailer. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, everyone yeah, knows yeah. this. Yeah, <laughs> I am. <laughs> it was on before um, Angels Fallen. So it's the first time I've seen one of the Rambo ones in the cinema. Uh, I, 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 I will honestly say. I did get a little bit of like chills about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had hair on on end going. Oh, I am I I I am thoroughly aware that it, it's gonna get shit on by people because people are miserable. But I just don't care. You don't care, do you? No, I don't care. I as long as it's got John Rambo setting up traps and killing shit i am fine You're full on yeah i am i am i will be standing up fucking clapping by the end of that <laughs> you're gonna be crying i will not you're not gonna be able to stand oh, up and crap clap if, 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 if he dies i will he will I, he probably will yeah I, I will be shouting at people in the cinema Showing what Showing why are you crying you don't know john like i know john <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I will, I, I will, yeah, it'll be Tots and Marsh. Um, what if everyone's crying? I, I will say we, we, we need to all go into some kind of therapy thing together. I will barricade us in the cinema. Vex, what if you cry? I'll probably cry if he dies. I'm crying now at the thought of it. <laughs> I'm right crying when it comes to films. To be fair, I cry at I Love You 3000, so... I rewatched Coco the other day. I was a mess by the end of it. Oh, Coco. Uh, what else have we got? I mean, like, you're all upset at me about what is it? Um, Motherless Brooklyn, the movie that Ed Norton's been making for like 20 odd years. That film looks fucking amazing. It's, it's either going to be really good or real bad. I just, I have a feeling that it's going to be really good. The thing is, he, it's only his second movie he's directed. And the first one he directed, uh, Keeping the Faith, was a romantic comedy. And it's a really fun and a really good romantic comedy. It's actually quite underrated, I think. Um, but I remember reading about that when he directed it, and he said that it, he directed that because um, he was told uh, by a few sort of people he knew that, that, that were directors, said, don't let your first film that you direct be a passion project mm. so do something else first and then do that yeah and it, it kept on being that he was like he he did like test footage for mother's brooklyn in like the early noughties but thought he was still too young to be making it and he could never quite and then he they said look once i then got down to the age where i could make it my star had pretty much gone so my time had gone and it just got to the point of where he said, like a couple of years ago, I need to make it now, or otherwise I'll probably never make it. Mm. It does look very, very good. It does, yeah. What about um, underwater? Yeah. Horror movie set underwater, I'm fine with that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's been yeah. on the shelf for two years. Yeah, Aliens Meets the Abyss. You can, Go tell, on there. you can tell it's been on the chef shelf for what is it uh, for a couple of years? It's got TJ Miller in it. I fuck it. That's fuck. Do you know what? Like, because I saw the poster. 
before I read up on it, it was like, and TJ Miller. And it was like, what fuck, like, what studio is letting TJ Miller get an and these days? <laughs> and it's like, oh, right, yeah, because that contract was signed three years ago. I, I, I really hope that they rang him up and said, um, we're not going to put and on the trailer anymore. We're actually not on, on, on the post anymore. We're not going to have you in yet. And he's gone, ah, it's in my contract that I am the and. And they've gone, yeah, but you're you. So we're taking it out. And he's gone, nope, keep it. <laughs> yeah, I just. He's just a bit of a prick. Like, he's fucking mental. It's like he um called he called in a fake bomb threat against a woman on a train because she pissed him off. Um, it, It's like, it doesn't necessarily seem like he's, like, Kevin Spacey-ing it or Brian Singer-ing both alleged, allegedly. Like, it just seems like he's a fucking prick. Yeah. And he's done enough prickish things that seem, like, because... You know, he left Silicon Valley and nobody seemed to have a, a particular problem with that. And since then, he's done nothing. I, I, I want to look at TJ Miller on IMDb right now. I mean, he was in Deadpool. He was in what? Deadpool. Yeah. And he was in Deadpool too. Yeah. But that would have been shot when all the shit started happening. <laughs> so... Yeah, okay, so his credits, he was in two episodes of a TV show, he was a voice in Kingdom Hearts 3, he was in F is for Family, which ran for one season and finished last year, so yeah, he was in Deadpool last year, Ready Player One last year, and um, he was in the How to Train Your Dragons TV series, but he's done... He's done fuck all. Mm. Like, it's it, since 2016. He has 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 credits. But most of those are either video games or voice work. He's just, yeah. He's just kind of done. You compare it to his er- to earlier years. And, yeah, I just, ah, uh, what a fucking prick. <laughs> that's it he's just a dickhead I don't think he's a bad dickhead I think he's just a dickhead and yet he gets an and still <laughs> yeah fair enough um, so I think that's I think that's that for trailers isn't it yeah let's go let's go let's go Did you find me? I want security for the president. How do you think? You've been here the last five years. North Carolina before that. Alaska before that. You see, that's big brother for you. No. Actually, it was just me wondering if you were still alive. Did you do it? You'd like it if I did, wouldn't you? Dad.
Angel Has Fallen is directed by Rick Romanoir and stars Gerard Butler, Morgan Freeman, Danny Houston, Piper Parabo, who is body snatched Rada Mitchell from the first two. Um, there's other there important the people. Sorry? I didn't think it was her in the first two. Nope. It's just it's suddenly Piper Parabo. Um, shit, Nick Nolte. I want to try and do a Nick Nolte voice. It's a hard voice to pull off with Nick Nolte. Fuck Like it, it, it's like it's just got to like. I feel like if you hear she's trying to impersonate him, he'll come find you. And he will. <laughs> I'm not connected. I live alone. I'm... Sound like Vincent D'Onofrio in the first Men in Black movie. <laughs> Sugar. <laughs> Water. Uh, yeah, see you in a bit. Love you. I think they're wondering why I'm having some sort of episode up here. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I think they stopped wondering that a while ago. Well, yeah. Um, so, Angel Has Fallen. Uh, Mike Banning, played by Gerard Butler is back and this time he's having headaches and falls down a bit because his life of being next to lots of exploding things has taken its toll um he's been offered the head of the secret service role um but then a bunch of drones come in and try to assassinate the president and blame it on mike and it it's not a spoiler, despite the fact the film tries to hide it for like the first 45 minutes or so, that the bad guy is uh, Rongan, who just so happens to be an old army mate of Mike's, played by Danny Houston. Oh, yeah, T, uh, Tim Blake Nelson is in this as well. Um, it's never it, a spoiler, is it, that Danny Houston's the bad guy? No. It would be a spoiler if he was a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> Like that would have been a nice trick to play if it turned out that Danny Houston was at like I don't know being blackmailed into this or something like that you know and like even if he was a complicated good guy it would be something but no it's just a wrong one who wants to make some money and he likes being a lion so the fallen trilogy well, the Mike Banning trilogy is a trilogy that has been uh, much liked by us here over the years. But I don't think Bex has ever really had her say. So, Bex, before you talk about Angel Has Fallen specifically, where are you at with uh, Let's Play a Game of Fuck Off? You go first. <laughs> they're, just, they're very enjoyable, dumb action movies, aren't they? They're not, they're not trying to change the world or say anything particularly deep, but they're fun. They're fun movies. And there's a lot of people die. A lot of people die. Yeah. So, Angel Has Fallen. It's quieter piece to an extent. It's a bit more melancholy. Did did you feel it was on par with the others or even better or maybe worse? What do you think? I'm going to go first. I'll go first. Um, oh, I, I was asking Becky, but that, oh, that's sorry. fine. I thought I thought it was just throwing it out there. Um, sorry. I I really enjoyed the first one. I think 
I don't really remember the second one at all, um, apart from it just being dumb fun. So I would say this is probably better than the second one or being a little bit more memorable. Mm. I think it, it kind of it gives him chance to the the sort of where you say slightly lower energy tone at points kind of allows him to be a bit more fleshed out as a character as a person and that kind of it sucks you in a bit more doesn't it for sure um yeah i'd probably say it's it's better than two not quite as good as one as a dumb action movie but deeper than one Nice. Yeah. 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 Mark. Um. Yeah. That, that, that's right. I think uh, number two is a more of a bars out action movie. It, 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 it's ninety odd minutes long. It gets in, gets its shit done, and gets the fuck out. Um. And so that, that that's kind of what it does. Um. Whereas this, like, like Beck says, there, it, it seems to spend a little bit more time with itself. Um. It, which I'm, I'm not sure is of that much benefit because um, I, Gerard Butler's character, I think, his performance seems to be shifted from the other two in the sense that it, it seems a little bit like they've gone, that like he's turned up on day one and they've gone, ooh, are you, are you ready to be filming this? And he's gone, what do you mean? He's gone, are you not going to get like Mike Banning for it? And he's gone, now I'm fine. It just feel, I don't know. It, it, it's you, you can certainly tell there's less budget to it, which is interesting because there is. This was forty million dollars. London cost sixty. Yeah, and the first one cost seventy. Yeah. So the budget come down, but I don't think the the sort of story. The story is a very generic story. You know, I was I was watching it going, um, oh, come on. It's far too obvious that Tim Blake Nelson's going to be the uh, the voice behind the... What is it? But then I, I remembered very quickly, oh, but wait a minute. We are watching a, uh, a Has Fallen movie, so it might actually be. <laughs> um, so it doesn't, it doesn't come up with any surprises or anything like that, but it's a lot of fun along the way. Um, and Nick Nolte... Turning up and being just crazy Nick Nolte is, is a Nick lot Nolte of fun. Nick Nolte was the best thing in the whole fucking movie. Yeah, and it, it just... I, I, get, I, I think that, that they could have made it a little bit more fun and a little bit less serious and felt like they were trying to kind of... felt like they were, they were trying to have a message a little bit in this one. And it's a bit like, don't, don't try and have a message. But then every time they got near that message, they decided to blow something up instead of actually telling it, which was more in tune. So I, I really enjoyed it. And I think it's it's it sits very nicely in what will, in all likelihood, probably be a trilogy. I, I can't see there another one. Um, but it, it's... It, when you take something like, for instance, the Taken trilogy... Mm. The first one's fantastic, the second one's not great, and the third one is fucking terrible. Um, this, it, at least, it, it's pretty consistent along the way in being good fun and doing exactly what it says in the tape. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I liked, I liked the fact that it was a mix of more kind of like melancholy stuff. Like the first 20, 25 minutes is very, very chill. You know, I mean, you've you got that you, you got that bit at the start at the training facility, but then it's just it's a lot of conversations and Gerard Butler looking like he's about to pass out. Yeah. Um, and I but then you also get Nick Nolte laying the most explosives anyone's ever laid ever. <laughs> they keep going off. That just that just how long they go off for. And then Butler's reactions are perfect, where he's just like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he says, pull that, and he pulls it, and everything goes up. It's almost like they didn't tell Butler that that was the amount of pyrotechnics they were going to have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then you, you've got that, but then you've got Nolte fucking acting mm. like like actually properly fucking acting and looking like a granddad who's never fucking seen his granddaughter before and really wants to make amends. And that yeah, I, that's it. It's it, it, when he finds out when um, he gets told, like when he says, you know, it, it, I need to find what his name, his wife's kid's name is, to be honest. Uh, Leia and the kid is called Little Leia. Uh, Lynn. That's why I think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and he's like, uh, who are they? It's like, uh, it's my wife and my kid. And it's like, it, it, it's the realisation that he kind of goes, oh shit, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a granddad. And yeah, he does, like, it's like, right, I need to fucking... Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it works. You know, and I, I it just... I do hope that this is the end because thematically it makes sense. It, he's, yeah. he's, he's worn out and he's broken and he only just got through this one, you know? And I mean, like it's a little bit of a cliche, but at the end where he like does the fatal blow to Danny Houston and then they just kind of like sit there I thought that was really well done. Um, you didn't, didn't, didn't overplay it, did they? No, no. And and yet, th- there is still a bit of the brutality. Like, not as much as the first two, but there's one bit where I think I think it's Mike shoots someone and it's point blank. And then you just see kind of like the squib go off at the back of the guy's head. Mm. And it was like, shit, that was fucking rough. And, you know, it it still earns its certificate despite the fact that it's not as nasty as the other two are. I mean, I, I, I like the first two films, but they are fucking, they're, they're grim throwback action films. Yeah, they are. They're, 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 they're proper genre action picks. Mm. They're, not, they're not, they're not big studio action picks as such. No, no. Um, and uh, you know, I mean, Olympus has fallen was interesting because, you know, Gerard Butler was a kind of a, very B-level star, and Anton Fuqua had not made a bit like a hit movie in a long time, and then it did better than White House Down, and everybody was like, "How the fuck did that happen?" Um, I'll tell you bit, it was sorry. better, and it wasn't um, it wasn't two and a half hours long. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, and 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 that was it. You know, it it was leaner, and you know, it was scrappier, and it, it managed to do that. Um, whereas with this, I mean, like you say, the first one cost seventy million. This one cost forty million, and you know, fair play. A lot of the action takes place in very sparse areas. Um, you know, I mean, like that shootout towards the end. I mean, the, the shootout on the roof basically looked like it took place on a soundstage and the other location stuff in the hospital, it looked like just some sort of disused office building in Eastern Europe. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, they, they are obviously budget tightening, but it it worked where it needed to. I mean, I I, I don't think the film is a masterpiece um, in, in the slightest, but it's. I, I, I think it's a very, very fitting end to this series of films that I don't know, like it, you do just think, right. Yeah. Mike Banning, enjoy your retirement as the head of the secret service. I mean, that, that isn't that fucking mental though. It's like, it is all the way through. It's like, Oh, I don't know what, if I want to take this job, you know, I'm still young, I'm still fit. I'm still vibrant. And what's the job, you know, certainly the director of the secret service. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. I just um I had a good time with it. I like Gerard Butler films. The guy the guy the guy knows what he's fucking doing. Um I like that he doesn't necessarily think he has to be quippy all the time, but he's also not super, super, super self serious. I I think he strikes a nice balance. Yeah, I know what you mean. He, he, he does seem to actually like you say he's not it's a believable amount of levity, isn't it? It's, yeah. He's not like quipping all the way through when he's in a really serious situation, but like, he's also not like deadly serious either. Yeah, quite. What's going on? Mark's just disappeared. <laughs> I like how you two just fuck off at random points and. <laughs> I don't know where he's gone. I need to know. I don't think it's anywhere super interesting. Mark, where have you gone? <laughs> I think you might have gone to look for some ibuprofen for me. What's up with you? I've got a really bad head. It's just come on all of a sudden. Going back. Cool. What's he got? Sorry, I didn't You did the toilet. Yeah, I was busting out to go. <laughs> I think we're done. Yeah, th- th- there's not that much to it. Like you say, um, Naughty kind of adds a bit more... Gravity. Gravity to it, yeah. yeah. I think it, it's one of those things, It it because he isn't around a lot, it's easy to forget how good an actor Nick Naughty is. Yeah. And as well, he's a very good old man actor. Um, I, I thought it was very really brave killing off what's it? I didn't, ex- I didn't, I didn't expect them. Um, oh, the agent to kill off Jada Pinkett Smith when they did. Was that Jada Pinkett Smith? I mean, yeah. didn't realize. You cannot tell with that with the fact that she's had so much work done. Well, yeah. Sure. Um, but yeah, the fact that they just literally it's just she gets there and then they, when the, the guy gets killed, you think, ah, yeah, but they're not going to kill her. There's going to be someone else. They'll take her hostage. Or yeah. Something. And then it's like, nope, nope, nope. She she does get killed. And then just left 
<laughs> left as they drive off and leave that. Or is it? My, my, one of my things is, what was their plan? <laughs> what the um, the bad guys? Yeah. I think just thinking that the FBI wouldn't follow the breadcrumbs <laughs> that he leaves. No, but no, no, what was their plan once it had all gone to shit? And they still decide, you know what? We're still killing the fucking president. Like, no, just go. You're not getting, you're not getting a contract from it now, which is what you wanted, because essentially you've been outed. So just go. That's true, yeah, because he is just like, no matter what, Trumbull dies today. Yeah, yeah. Like, you would have all survived. You would have been in the same position you would have been in anyway. It's just you wouldn't have actually killed a president. Yeah. Well, I mean, was the thinking, his thinking kind of like Tim Blake Nelson's thinking, where it was just like, we're not making the decisions we need to make with this president in charge. I mean, I don't think they explain that very well, but I think it's probably just that it's like a similar, similar thinking. Yeah, it could be that. And to be fair, I mean, like, you know, if the vice president and then president, if the president's killed is in charge, then he could probably make an awful lot of shit go away. That might be it, yeah. Yeah, it just, it, it felt a little bit like, if you've been outed, why are you still trying to kill him? Just fuck off to Mexico. Because <laughs> the thing is, at that point, he hasn't necessarily been outed. I mean, yes, he's killed the FBI agents, but they could have cleared up those bodies and then that could have been, like, fucking brushed under the carpet as well. Yeah. That's it. It felt like a, a wild fucking turn to take. <laughs> I, I gotta say as well, loved. Yeah, probably. Loved Morgan uh, Freeman and Vladimir Putin at the end. <laughs> yeah, that was odd, wasn't it? Yeah. And I, I suppose speaking of the end. Oh, the the mid credits. <laughs> that was weird. It, it was. I can see why they did it. It was a. It was very much a look. If you're a veteran and you're going through shit, you need to go and speak to somebody. But then, uh, but, but, some weird but then, but then to have it be that after it was yeah. a bit like this is just fucking odd. <laughs> I just the fact that their reaction, they they kick off as soon as the lights go off. There's no like this is weird. I feel. Like yeah. what? It's just immediately they're both screaming, <laughs> and just like the hard oh, cut, <laughs> just the hard cut to no Ian Butler with their shirts off. <laughs> it just, it's, it's got to be the most incongruous mid-credit scene of all time. <laughs> Because it's it's proper serious at the start where they're like talking about like their stress and you know the the darkness beforehand and it was like well you know a, a friend of mine told me about this place and do you want to come with me no I'm with you and then it cuts to you know it, I yeah it just I, I, and then you just got Nick Naughty's man boobs. <laughs> His shorts far too low though. <laughs> but he's trying to pull up. It's like the gong. Gone. Nick, his shorts down. He's gone. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> pull him up. Fuck you. No, they're not. That was doing my dick. I was doing my dick. 
So where is everybody on it then? <laughs> definitely not shit. Yeah, it's definitely not shit. Yeah, I'm definitely not shit. I, I put it out to our poll. Um, so 40% were thirsty as fuck for it. Nice. Um, 20% were just thirsty for it. Uh, and 40% were not thirsty at all. So what's this ranking that you've put out there? Rather than <laughs> shit, definitely not shit, what is it? I put thirsty as fuck. Thirsty? Not that thirsty at all. Uh, Geostorm, stabby thirsty. Huh. When did you decide to do that? I, I just thought, why not? Would it be such a, a podcast favourite? So, so what was on that ranking? Thirsty as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, thirsty as fuck. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to this coming out on iTunes, buying all three of them and, oh, and having a having a banner night. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. I'll do that when I can get the trilogy for a tenner. I think it'll end up being I the thing is I can I will happily one night go up say to you about right. Pizza, few beers, bang, nineteen ninety nine, do it all. Yeah. Okay. Nice. You like the nineteen eighties, don't you? Of course you do. We all do. But have you ever wondered why that decade was the way it was? Have you ever wished there was somewhere you could go to get past the usual day glow sentimentality? To try and understand nineteen eighties pop culture in a more social, political and historical context? Because if so, it sounds to me like you're ready to go beyond the aesthetics, beyond the nostalgia. Welcome to Beyond the Neon. Beyond the Neon is the podcast that dares to pull over the Testarossa, eject the Wham cassette and take off the Wayfarers. If you're looking for retro reviews of Back to the Future, The Goonies or John Hughes movies, you will not find find that here. If you're looking for top 10 lists of A-Team episodes, Nintendo games or Stranger Things references, you will will not find find that here. If you're looking for long, boring introductions, Squarespace ads or Patreon begging, you will will not find find that here. Because Beyond the Neon, we do things a little differently. In each documentary-style episode, I look at one area of 1980s popular culture and break it right down. And each episode features academic insight, guest contributions and interviews, as well as clips plumbed from the depths of the 1980s cultural void. Well, YouTube, mainly YouTube. To help illustrate the wonderful, perplexing, terrifying, joyous and utterly thrilling world of 1980s pop culture. Beyond the Neon might not be as regular as other 1980s podcasts, but that's because Beyond the Neon isn't like other 1980s podcasts. Subscribe to the show today and check out all past episodes by visiting beyondtheneon.co.uk The Mulberry Boys every Friday night on the show you better know they keep it tight ETL is back and the Jstrom's in the zone introduce the co-host he doesn't do it alone PCZ is about to hold court you know he's on the headset, you can hear him snort. Pop culture movies, TV shows, and games. 
Rotten Tomatoes reviews news and Blu-rays. Foggy don't play around, he will bust a drop fast. Welcome to the Entertainment Landfill Podcast, the Jason and Steven Show. It's the Jason and Steven Show. What? The Jason and Steven Show. It's the Jason and Steven Show. So, what have we been watching? Well, I, I think I've watched more than you, haven't I, Bex? So I'll, I'll, I'll let you lead in with the one, because you've watched a couple on your own, I think, haven't you? Well, I've watched them, yeah. Have a look. I don't know. Coconut? No, well, I thought about that last week, didn't I? Did you? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Did you watch anything else on your own, then? Um, I haven't actually got anything lost this week, apart from Aquaman. Right, so should we talk about Aquaman? I don't miss the ones that I watched on my own first. I think actually, I've actually only watched Kill Bill and Aquaman, haven't we, this week? Kill Bill, yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to ones I watched my own first? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, we Identity Thief because I watched it, when I first watched it, I wasn't a massive fan of Melissa McCarthy. Just to yes. confirm, you re-watched Identity <laughs> Thief. Yes. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, I wasn't a massive fan of Melissa McCarthy and thought, do you know what? I didn't like it, but at the time I was in a I don't really like Miss Melissa McCarthy place. Whereas now I'm in a I think she's a treasure place. Um, and so I uh, I, I rewatched it. Um, it. It's not that great, I'm not gonna lie. But when it is funny, it's really quite funny. It's yeah. one of those where overall. You know, am I sad I rewatched it? Not really. Um, is it? Will you ever re-rewatch will I ever it? Will ever rewatch it? Probably because I'm stupid. Um, yeah. But it, it's on a whole, it's not that great. But when, they, when it is funny, it is very, very funny. Um, another couple of ones I've rewatched. <laughs> what? You fucking love these movies, don't you? They're like your happy place. Yes. <laughs> Go on. I rewatched the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> I've rewatched the first two Mighty Ducks. I haven't watched D3 yet. How many times have you seen these movies? I don't think I've ever seen the Mighty Ducks movie. Yeah, that's your fucking fault. The Mighty Ducks. I, 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 I'm I, going to go on a limb here. Right? So, Ian, you've seen the Mighty Ducks, haven't you? not entirely sure I have. Oh, you need to watch the Mighty Ducks. I don't think I do, though. Oh, no, no, genuinely. Genuinely. These are not just good... What is it, movies? Like... Nostalgia movies. The first Mighty, maybe not the second one. I'll I'll, I'll attest to that. Mm-hmm. But the first Mighty Ducks movie is a really, really good family movie. Who plays the coach in it? Oh yeah, it's Emilio Estevez. I might have seen the first one. So, story of the Mighty Ducks is uh, Emilio Estevez plays um, Gordon Bombay, um, and he at the start of the movie you see him as a kid and he misses a shot in a final for a big pee wee ice hockey team oh no um and then uh it flash forwards um like 25 years i think it is in the future uh after the present day um and he's now a arrogant self-centered um lawyer who will do anything just to get forward uh he wins a big case and then he's caught drink driving 
because you know kids moving um and as part of his community service that he gets given um his boss tells him that he has to coach the um a little league team so he goes back and coaches one of the teams from not the team he used to play for it's a team from the area he used to play for um and they're crap really really crap joshua jackson plays one of the kids Oh, doesn't he? Yes, he does. No. So does Eldon Henson. Um, and essentially, it's, it's, it's him just kind of learning to not be a prick and learning that he might have found, you know, his love again for the game. But it, it's a really fun, really enjoyable kids' family movie. You know, often when I go back and watch these movies, I like to go back and watch these films that I watched as a kid and enjoyed as a kid. You go back and watch them and you go, this is shit. Um, or you get that. But with this, I was like, no, this is really fucking good. It is, it's, yeah, I, I still really enjoyed it. Even if you take away just this pure nostalgia of it, I still think it's a, it's a really solid family movie. Um, it's got some questions. The other thing as well, it's the original, like, not big Disney, it's the original blue screen Disney thing. Where you yeah. it's a blue screen the Disney thing used to fall down and it used to play the little Disney tune. Yeah. You're watching it going, that's better than the overblown crap they have now. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it does make you go, yeah, all right, I'm in for some fun here. It's uh, like when you see the ambling one. Yeah, it, it, it's that kind of thing. Um, but it has stuff like, there's a, a joke in it where the first game they have under Emilio Estevez's tutelage is against the team he used to play for that always win the championship apart from the one year that he missed that shot. Um, and when they line up to do the whatever it is off that they do... Um, puck off. Puck off, yeah. There's there's two of the kids, uh, three of the kids from the Mighty Ducks are stood there. And one of the guys from the Hawks, the other team, looks at them and goes, what's this, the Oreo lineup? Because there's two black kids and a white kid. Like, wow, that's some hard racism just dropped in the Disney Kids movie. Don't know that now, would you? No, but then literally throughout the rest of the movie, they just called the Oreo lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, but it's done in like a like maybe taking back control of it kind of way. Yeah. Do it. yeah. Um, the sequel's not quite as good because they go on to be the um, the like, Junior Olympics team. It, it, it's a little bit broader, but has basically the same message. But it's not quite as good. But the first one, it genuinely is a really good film. Is it still Emilio Estevez? It is still Emilio Estevez, yeah. But he he's already not a nobody. He's already not a nobody, but then he becomes a nobody again, and then he stops playing a nobody ah, again. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, What's D3 about? I, I can't actually remember D3 that much, but I've seen it, but I've not seen it as much. Um, but but yeah, they are the first one. I would I would give it a go at some point. It'll be on Disney Plus. I just there, there's there's so much life to live. Yeah, and you will live you will live a more enriched version of it if you watch the Mighty Ducks. Uh, there's there's just so much life to live. That's all. That's all I'm saying, Mark. I bet right, I just, it was in fucking 4K, wasn't it? Find it in 4K, I'll watch it. <laughs> Find it in 4K, I'll watch it, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'll petition Disney to make a 4K version. You watch a video of our dog licking its balls if, uh, if it's A, if he had any, and B, if it was in 4K. To be fair, I'd watch a video of a dog licking its balls if my only other option was to 
take Lottie to the park. It's like, what would I rather do? Watch a dog licking its balls or take lots to the park? I'll make, take the dog. If you get a dog, you could you could take it to the park, watch it lick its balls while Lottie plays. No, well, you know, I tell Donna that all the time. And will she listen? No. <laughs> what, with, with the ball licking angle as well? Well, yeah, yeah, quite. You heard me. Fair play, you've got an uphill battle there. I realise this. Is that the only ones you've done on your own? I don't think I've watched anything on my own, apart from American Horror Story. Uh, So we got around to watching the end of Kill Bill, didn't we? Because we we stopped it just after the animated bit. Mm. And before... Where is it she goes? Before she goes to see Hattori Hanzo. It's fucking magnificent, isn't it? That that fight at the what is it, the House of Fallen Leaves or something, mm. is is magnificently put together. Just everything about it is perfect. Yeah, no, yeah, completely agree. Um, the, I thought you were no, no, the, like the fight choreography, the the sound used in it, everything is just is just brilliant. And then. Um, Obviously, you've got that that bit where the, my my only criticism of the whole of the first film is that when she chops off the top of Lucy Liu's head, the the skull cap looks weird. And if that's the only fucking criticism in a film that, that is, fucking lot, that's odd criticism, yeah. It's weird. It kind of goes up. It looks fake. I mean, it's supposed to look a little bit fake. Well, yeah, possibly. Um, oh, and all the blood spurting everywhere. It's fucking great. Yeah. No, I agree. Right? It, it, it's fantastic. I do still prefer number two, though. You haven't watched all the West End. We're not finished number two yet, but no. we'll do number two next week. Mm. <laughs> and go on the next Aquaman, which we decided to give a go. Here, just quickly refresh. What were your thoughts on Aquaman? First time round, I thought it was all right. Second time round, I wondered what the fuck I was doing with my life. Yeah. I probably won't watch it again. You can criticise us as much as you want, Ian, for watching it first time round, but we haven't watched it twice. Donna wanted to watch it. She likes Momoa. I mean, I can understand that. There is some there is some hot Momoa action going on in this movie. It doesn't quite redeem it, though, does it? It's... I mean, that fucking... That de-aging shit at the beginning oh, it's is heinous. so bad. It's it awful. It's like distractingly... Like, make you question your fucking life bad. Yeah, just get somebody else to play the younger yeah. guy. Um, yeah. I mean, I get it. I mean, I get it maybe to an extent with Nicole Kidman because she's she's Nicole Kidman, but and she's. I mean, to be fair, like she has so much Botox, you can't really tell. Like, she could be anywhere in her Botox cycle, and she could look like the first one or the older one with the weird dreads. But yeah, it, with the guy, that was just. It, it looked like he was wearing a mask. It did look like he was wearing a bad face mask. It looked a little bit like when Tom Cruise has a face mask in Vanilla Sky. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't it? Um, it's just, it's really, like, I didn't hate it. I won't ever watch it again, but I didn't hate it. Would I sacrifice a Saturday night to it again? No. If I could go back in time, I'd probably have saved it for, like, a Sunday afternoon or something. It's not a Saturday night movie. But I, I didn't hate it. It's fine. Patrick, everyone looks fucking weird in it. Patrick Wilson looks weird as fuck in it. And that's really weird, a weird choice for him at this point. Like, he doesn't... I mean, it's because James Bond, though. Yeah, 
Yeah, but he could have just gone, do you know what, mate? No, I'm just going to stick with this side of it instead. It's uh, The thing <laughs> is, I th- with Patrick Wilson, I think they were literally like, if you want a big name to be the villain, it will literally cost 10 times more than Patrick Wilson will quote you. Mm. I, I literally think James Wan likes Patrick Wilson and the studio were just like, yeah, all right, it won't cost that much. No, he just—he doesn't have bad guy vibes. I think he's not he's supposed not... to be like a, a—he's not supposed to be a sinister evil guy. He's supposed to be a bit of a smarmy prick. Well, I mean, that's the thing, because he's not evil. It's like—it's it, one of those like classical things where it's like you kind of understand where he's coming from, and like his <laughs> argument, his argument's a good argument. It's like, do you know what? The people up there are fucking up our bloody ocean. And they should know better, but for some reason they don't. So tell you what, I'm gonna th- I'm, like I'm gonna do this, and then Momoa's just like, no, and that's basically his only argument. Yeah, that that, that, that literally is it. I live up there, but you could live yeah. down here. He, he never he never just says. If they just said to him, do you know what? Bring your dad down here, and we'll open a bar. There you go. If you want to bring your dad down here, I will open a bar. Will you let us destroy the, that up there? I think he'd have probably gone, ah, fuck it, yeah, why not? No, because I think his argument, he, he does have an argument against it, which is that not everyone's a twat. Not everyone in that one place that they destroy I mean, they is a really, twat. Yeah, they do really destroy that. I also didn't like um, Flyman face. I didn't like him. Man yeah, I don't give a shit about him. I don't, if he's gonna be the next, what is it? He, he's he's crap. He gets one oh, whose dad died. He gets his ass handed to him twice, pretty fucking quickly. Oh, uh, Black Manta. Yeah. He was B Man face. Like B Man face was like last year. Yeah. Um, she's not good in it. Like I said this to Matt last night. Like she's quite a pretty girl generally. Why are they fucking with her face throughout the movie? Why are they smoothing her out? She doesn't need it. It, it, the it whole just leads thing, to it all looking really plasticky. The whole thing looks like a selection of cutscenes from a computer game yeah, made in 2013. Yeah. It is really weird. And it's weird tonally. Like, I said to, again, I said to you last night, didn't I? Momoa's there just being like momoa And yeah. then everyone around him is taking it super seriously. Like, they're so fucking earnest. Yep. about everything and it's like well this doesn't fit together very well does it no they've tried to make a kind of they've tried to make him a kind of quippy like marvel-esque kind of character that can kind of have a bit of fun with it whilst in dire situations but everyone else is super serious so it just doesn't pan i think what they've done is they've, they've gone do you know what jason Moore is a charismatic guy let's use that mm. that's what we need um and it, it works to an extent. It's fun when when he's being Aquaman. Yeah. And that's fine. But the story's crap. The it's an ugly looking movie. It's such an ugly movie. It like it's like if it was a car, it'd be like a red Ferrari. Like it's flash. It's gone for flashy instead of actually good looking. But it, it also, when you've got the guys kind of out of the water in those weird fucking stormtrooper suits, and they've got, yeah. oh, it's a plasma water gun. Oh, fuck off. Just fuck off. Yeah, it's, it's shot, shot, and it shoots. 
laser beam. It, <gasps> and there was, oh my god, we, yeah, we commented on this last night. There's actually sharks with lasers on their head. Sh- yeah, I, 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 I actually said to Bits, there are actually sharks with freaking lasers on their heads. <laughs> and it's like nobody mentions it. Yeah, yeah, it's a weird one. I meant to. Go sorry. On. No, go on. It just kind of reminded me. Apologies, Bex. Have you seen the new Death Stranding footage that came out this week? No, is that this the one where you have to take a piss or something? Yeah. No, I've not. Does it look a bit navel gazy? It. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Last of Us Two to come out instead. You have to take a piss, and it comes up with how many milliliters are in your bladder, and then it just like ticks down as you're pissing. I don't feel like I need to know that. I mean, it's just... Do, do, does the game... Will you die if you don't take a piss? Is it, is it a part of the game? Or is it, or is it like a, a weird little quirk? Like, if you if you just didn't pause Sonic but left him, he started turning around and looking at you and tapping his foot at you and then tapping his watch. Is it like that? Like I've little- got a feeling... Like, it, it would be great if just... If you forgot to do it, that your character just stops in the middle of a gunfight and pisses himself. And then he just has to continue it on, except he has a 5% reduction in movement speed because he's got piss trousers. (laughs) Or or he starts moving slower just because he really needs to pee. Yeah. Like, it just... It looks like... Because you don't need to pee that much. (laughs) It looks like busy work. It looks like... Because, like, when I used... Like Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, that game was like it sounded really cool that you needed to go to the gym to keep in shape, um, you know, and you needed to make sure you're eating and whatnot. But then it's like I don't wanna have to go to the gym, otherwise my character becomes more flabby. I want to do fun shit, okay. and this yeah, is I- like. I want to get on. I want to get on with the story. I don't want to have to fucking take a piss. What's this about a baby that you've got to put to sleep? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So the the BB, the bridge baby that you carry with you all the time. Like there was a bit in the gameplay demo where the guy like basically fell off a cliff and it hurt him a bit, but it also woke the baby up. So then he had to get like he had to get the baby tube out of his backpack and then using the controller you have to rock the controller to chill the baby out page late cry self-soothe yeah i don't know actually i don't know maybe that's a method it just it seems like yes that's that's all very good but when do i get to explore stuff or shoot things Mm. And also, Guillermo del Toro is voiced by a different person. What? It's his, it's his character model, but someone else is voicing his character. Why? Because apparently Guillermo del Toro is that hard to understand. Like, Nicholas Winding Refn is voiced by Nicholas Winding Refn, but not del Toro. Huh. Yeah, it's odd. It's odd. That's kind of like when you watch like news footage, like American news footage, and if someone's got even slightly a thick accent, they subtitle it. It really frustrates me that. Yeah. You can understand him. He is speaking English. Yeah, yeah quite. No, I don't like that. I'll wait for that. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. To be fair, 
I don't know if it's if it's really open world, it'll get on my nerves. Like I've just started playing Bioshock Infinite, and I'm what maybe ten minutes in, and already the fact that, that I could go down this street and that continued a really long way, or I could go down this bit and that continued a really long way, and I can't decide which one to do first is annoying me. You played it before? Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big game. So That's much. fair. Need a nice linear path. Yeah, well, like, if there's an offshoot, I'd like it to be like, all right, we can do this area and then you can go back to that. Whereas, like, if it's, well, hang on, this is going to take me off in a whole different direction and there's no logical point to come back. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Mm. Stupid open world games. The Horizon Zero Dawn, you get robot dinosaurs. Like, couldn't tell you what the fucking story is, but it's robot dinosaurs. Right. Um, oh, uh, just back on to Aquaman for a second. Yes. I assume you've seen Neverending Story. Yeah. Did you not get weird, like, Neverending Story imagery vibes off it? Um, I can't say I did. That, that's, like, Donna's favourite film of all time, actually. She didn't say anything. Like what? There's a bit where he has to go through, like, um... There's a bit where he has to go through, like, a, a passageway, and there's, like, two statues that are stood there. And there's like they've got laser eyes. Well, that's that's just never-ending story because of the bit where the boy has to do that to get to wherever the fuck it is he has to get to. I can't even remember now. We never-ending story, but like Valcor takes him there. Not Middlesbrough. Um, Valcor takes him there, and he has a little sleep, and then the boy has to walk through the statues, and if he's not brave or whatever, he gets zapped. Um, and then when they're when they're when they're pulling out of the um. Atlantis kind of stuff and they're going back up towards the surface there's there's other sort of similar stuff that's like statues that are in exactly the same kind of style and it was just a bit weird okay I'm not saying like directly copied off but it, it just the the similarity just really struck me when we were watching it I don't think it helps that the man was called Vulcro and that's too close to Valkor Velcro Vel- Velcro Velcro <laughs> Um, yeah, it's shit. Oh. It's not very good. It's just not very good. And not even my mum in a charisma machine can save it. It's not very good. Not even my mum with abs can it's save it. It's ugly as fuck as well. It's a, a heinous looking movie. Yeah, it's yeah. not a great looking film, you're right. It looks expensive, cheap. It looks tacky as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It, lo- it, looks, it looks tacky. At some point, DC are gonna to have to get one right. It, it's the sort of it's the sort of film where you know, when some when, when somebody has a really horrible shirt and you go, "That's a fucking horrible t-shirt. Why are you wearing that?" And they go, "It's Gucci for two hundred quid." And you go, "Still fucking hideous." Yeah. That just makes it even. That just makes you even fucking dumber. What the fuck have you got on your feet? Oh, these are Yeezys. Yeah. So. So what? Yeah. They're fucking hideous. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Well, at some point, they are going to have to get one right. Yeah, it's called the jo- it's called Joker, but it's coming out. What is it? <laughs> and, and I'm already getting fucking sick of people going, I can't believe I'm looking forward to a Todd Phillips movie. Oh, fuck off. Get back in your box, knobheads. The reason why Boundback's making movies for Netflix and Todd Phillips is making that. All right. Ah, oh, just... What you been watching, Ian? <laughs> Um, well, I watched The Wolf of Wall Street. Fuck nice. yeah. That's great, isn't it? 
It's yeah. a fucking it, it it it's possibly the best comedy of all time. Uh, that that's that's a statement. Um, I really enjoyed the War for Wall Street. It's very 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 funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the point it's making is well done. Um, you never ask to sympathise with him. He's a twat. You kind of enjoy his antics at points, but other points it's what the fuck. And yeah, it's a good time. Um, Ugly Dolls. Oh, how is that? Robert Rodriguez produced it and has a story by credit. Right. Which I didn't know going in. Um, yeah, it's meh. It's re- It's so very, very, very meh. Ugly Dolls find themselves in a world where nice-looking dolls have to go to some sort of school to be a doll before they can be someone's doll. And Nick Jonas voices the head of this school, who's not very nice. And Kelly Clarkson is Moxie, the ugly doll who isn't so ugly that you couldn't imagine her being someone's doll this is the thing about ugly dolls if the dolls were actually genuinely ugly and weren't designed to be somewhat cute then it would maybe have a point but as it is it's like yeah all right then they're a bit misshapen but they're still quite cute they're not ugly it's an odd voice cast here sorry odd voice cast yeah what is it like kelly clarkson pitbull pitbull Pitbull. Yeah. And he plays Ugly Dog. Uh, Nick Jonas. Um, Charlie XCX. Um, there's others. I don't know. Danny Trejo doesn't voice a monkey in it. So, you know, points off. Especially considering Robert Rodriguez had creative involvement in this. It just, it's... I mean, Lots enjoyed it. She didn't have a wee once during it. Like she was, she was in. Um, I just stared at it. Really, the the moral, hey, even if you don't look the same as other people, doesn't mean you can't fit in. Yep, brilliant. All right, well done, film. Um, it's weird because STX, the the studio behind this, basically pinned an awful lot of hopes on this fucker. Um, and like they'd greenlit an animated series and and whatnot, and then it made fuck all in the US, and it looks like they might fold in large part due to this film. Um, they're they're the ones actually who are releasing Playmobil the movie in the US and had to delay it because they don't have any money to market it. Uh, I think I talked about that last week. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it just it's just meh. It, it's really just because uh, like there's a video game of it as well um so it like it seemed like they thought this was going to be a big deal and i don't know why because it just feels that, like this mid-budget animated thing which had a bunch of people they managed to rope in just by chucking them 50 grand and just saying look just come into this booth and fucking sing a song um and then we'll let you go and we'll let your parents go um and then you've got this it, it's really devoid of inspiration and it, it bobbins 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 
So I also rewatched Tim Burton's Sweeney Todd. Not entirely sure why. Yeah, it's it. an odd one to rewatch that one. Yeah, I saw it on Amazon Prime. It was like, yeah, go on then. Um, the thing is, I Depp's trying. Everyone's trying. And visually, it's got a look to it, but it's also, like, devoid of emotion. It's really weird, because, like, Todd himself, it's like he's coming back to London to basically get vengeance for his wife basically killing herself and to try and save his kidnapped daughter. And yet, then it's just like, oh, I've got a bloodlust. I'm going to kill you lot. Everyone's shit. You know, and the Helena Bonham Carter, it's just, I love you, Mr. Todd, for no fucking reason whatsoever. Um, and it's like the musical, I'm, I'm sure, is longer and probably fleshes these things out more. But it just, it's very, they sing the songs and you just have to accept the emotions they're feeling because of the words they're saying in the song, as opposed to any performance. Um, yeah, I it. it it, just, it's, I remember, I remember it just being, it finishing and me going, all right. And literally, I never thought about it until you just mentioned it then. It was no, Pete no, quite. And that is and most indulgent. It, it's not Alice in Wonderland. It's not Alice um, It's peak era. They were around the same time, weren't they? Yeah, they, they were. I think Alice in Wonderland was the film he did after. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like it's it's nicely 18 rated. I mean, it, it was the era where they could go, yeah, we'll do Johnny Depp and Tim Burton in a rated R slash 18 film. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I mean, it, it's because the ending is fucking gnarly. Like, you know, he kills the beggar woman. Then it turns out is his wife. Then he shoves Helena Bonham Carter into a fucking oven and you see her basically melting for a couple of seconds. And then the the lad who Helena Bonham Carter had um, like taken under her wing literally walks behind Johnny Depp and slits his throat. And the ending is just fucking Johnny Depp, like blood pouring out of him, you know, and you've got other scenes where he's murdering people and just blood's flying all over the place. I mean, it's 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 a nasty film and it's Tim Burton like going full shit you're gonna let me do this then are you and it's as close to a Tim Burton horror film as you'll ever get um but yeah it just it, it feels like it's devoid of emotion which given the subject matter just feels wrong um but I, I can't say I hate it can't say I hate it um and finally for me this week I also watched another Gerard Butler uh Starra Hunter Killer um so this is his submarine film that came out last year that also has gary oldman in it and i mean it's it's fascinating because gary oldman must read these fucking scripts and just go right i'll do it if i have 50 percent less dialogue he, he he very much is in the i'm just doing movies for money now thing and he even admits that himself but I mean, it's aggressive. I mean, like Hunter Killer, his role could be played by so many other jobbing actors who could probably do with a paycheck. That's the thing. I mean, it's almost selfish. It, it, like, 
spoilers for Hunter Killer, despite the fact that at the start it looks like he might be in on it with the bad guys, he's not. He's just this fucking war-hungry general. He's not in it much. Common is in it more. I think Linda Cardellini is in it more. Um, but it, it, I, I find that refreshingly simple. Um, there's a Russian military general who has decided to overthrow the president. And he basically wants to like make the Americans think that Russia wants to go to war with them. And then it goes from there. And there's no like moles on either side or complicated government conspiracies. It's literally there's a mad general. And people have got to stop him. And that's it for two hours. Uh, and yet, you know, there's in there's a battle at sea. There's battles on land. There's tension in like the, the US military about what are they going to do? And it works perfectly well. I mean, it was a 99p rental of the week on iTunes and it worked perfectly as that. Um, if I saw it with my, my unlimited card in Cineworld, I would have been fine with it. If I'd paid any more than a fiver, I probably would have been a bit what the fuck. But it's just it's one of those. It's serviceable. It's in one eye out the other. But I had a good time with it. And as I said before, quite like what Gerard Butler does. And I quite like what Gerard Butler does, and I quite like submarine movies. I think you get a kick out of it. it, so, it, it, it it's not a classic, but it, it's a good watch. How long is it? Two hours. Yeah. It, yeah, it's two hours. That's that's hours. the thing. It is quite and, long. Do you know what though? I, I, I think I could happily do like a good shot like Tuesday or Thursday night with that. Yeah. Submarine movie. Gerard Butler submarine movie on a Tuesday or Thursday night. Yeah. I wouldn't say night. I'd, I'd, I'd watch it on like a Tuesday or a, a Thursday, and the following weekend I'd watch Crimson Tide again. There you go. Because Crimson Tide is fucking fantastic, and it's amazing the fact that you can literally pick out the scenes that Tarantino wrote. Well, yeah, there is that as well. Um, yeah, it's um, it's a good time. It's a good time. Right, so questions. I don't think we actually had any, to be honest. Which is, you know, well, is... no, he Was must it? be, he must be, he must be away. Uh, okay. Find out. So I double check. Um. Oh, setbacks is just laughing about. Wonder what she's doing. Uh, right, so anyway, uh, wait, I put our, our question was, let me just find it. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, okay, so our question for you is take a live action film and have it remade as an animated movie. What film or what and what type of animation? And then Ethan M. Barr is that saying, reduce, <laughs> reuse, recycle. Because he did actually ask us that question a few weeks ago, and I completely forgot that he'd asked us that question. Uh, uh, he, he was probably saying, anyway, I watched Predator redoing animation. I watched the shit out of that, yeah. That's a That's good call. Cool. Yeah. 
Uh, and uh, the Wild Abstract at Wild Abstract says, The Wizard of Oz uh, animated in Studio Ghibli style, would that, wouldn't that basically be Spirited Away? It would be quite Spirited Away, yes, uh, but it would still be quite cool to see that. I think it's, far, I think it's different enough. Um, we've already answered that this question, but I, I can't remember my answer. I think this is a Terminator. In mind. So do, you, do you want to answer it again? Have you got another answer there? I can't remember my answer, and I kind of, I kind of feel like I shouldn't re-answer it because he had the original answer. Yeah. Uh, and we we didn't actually get any questions. So that's a little bit. Fuck you guys. Yeah, it is a little bit. Fuck you guys. But we'll leave it there then. Um. So next week, as we said at the start, it's going to be a lot of drunk recording, basically. God knows what's going to come out, but we'll um, we'll see what happens. Patreon.com forward slash film bastards um, for what will probably be quite a bit of extra content over the next week or so. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll speak to you soon. Thank you very much, guys. And uh, so is next week your drunken ramblings. Yeah. And then the week after that, motherfucking it too. Yeah. Oh shit! It is, isn't it? I'm yeah. so fucking hyped for that. Every time I see the trailer, I'm like. <laughs> I get all excited. I might watch, actually, on Friday night while you're away. I might watch it again. Cool. Um, in preparation. Bill Hader's getting some, like, Oscar chatter for his performance in It too. Nice. I can't see it. I That's don't know. It's about horror movies. I, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Uh, for Bill Hader. We are going to see that first fucking night. You better not be on a late, or if you're on a late, you better be prepared for a late night movie. I don't know if it, I don't know if your chain of cinemas is doing anything like this, but on the Thursday, uh, Cineworld here are doing it and it chapter two, but it starts at seven o'clock, so it's not like it will be on super 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 late. Mm, yeah, it might be worth looking at. There, there are a few doing that. Fair. Yeah. Because if you think about it, like you do it. And then It Chapter 2 would probably start about 10-ish. Yeah. Then It Chapter 2 is 2 and a... Yeah, I mean, you you wouldn't be out till like 1 o'clock or something, but it'd be better than a midnight show. It's dark outside and like it's a bit spooky and you've just seen a horror movie. You've just seen five hours of horror movie. Yeah, it'd be fucking awesome. We'll see on that one. (laughs) Have we told you about... Mark doesn't sound too keen. No, he's a misery though, isn't he? Have we told you about our new tactic at the cinema, Ian? Oh, no. We front row it now. Wow, we. That, do you not get an X train? No, that's not too no. actually. You get used to quite And quickly. people in front of you can't annoy you if there's no people in front of you. That is it. People behind us could be dicking up doing whatever and you don't notice it anywhere near as much. You're so much closer to where the sound's coming out anyway. Because yeah. obviously they've got speakers all the way down, but like mm. it, it's from the front largely. And then no one in front of you bobbing around. You can't see if people are looking at their phones. A bit of leg space. A bit of leg space. Yeah. Oh, that sounds cracking. Past everyone. Yeah. I, 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 it's fucking mint. We've actually quite enjoyed it, haven't we? Yeah. He put us, we asked for front on an aisle when we went to see um, Angels Fallen today, and he put us like two rows back, and we were like, nah, fuck that shit. We're going to the front. We're going to the front. No other man no doing that. Yeah. Everyone, everyone, when we ask and say, oh, yeah, front on an aisle, everyone's like, the, the front. <laughs> the very front. Right at the front. Yeah. There's other seats available, you know. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's honestly, 
been like cinema experience changing. I'm not going to say life changing because that sounds a bit much. But it, it, it's possibly a bit much that though. But I, I, I got to a point where I was like, I'd kind of, if it was going to be like a popular movie and it was like, it could be a busy screen, I'd dread going to the cinema. Mm. And I don't have that anymore. It's just, it's so much more relaxing. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's good. It's good times. Mm. Yeah. I like that tactic. Um, I went to see Angel Was Fallen a few rows um, further, uh, closer to where I usually do. And I think I found my favourite Atmos position. <laughs> so, yeah it's like row f so there's not too many people in front of you but i swear i was right below one of the overhead speakers it was fucking brilliant do you memorize that seat number for next time oh mate yeah Where i mean it was it, it, was it in f7 no it was f8 so it's f8. just fate fate, fate. oh well <laughs> you know fate <laughs> so that'll do it guys we'll speak to you uh, we'll speak to you next week well uh, Bex probably won't um, but yeah. Bex will be doing a lot of speaking for It Chapter 2 I reckon so yeah, okay. and we watched the mini series what's the first movie I'm going to read the book beforehand and just that's great right thank you very much guys see you later